He is risen. Now, I know out there, I don't want to see a show of hands or anything, but I want to first address the people who are the favorites in their family. You know who you are. And your brothers and sisters know it's you. You always get the bigger piece of pie for dessert or the extra scoop of ice cream. They always treat you better. Why? We don't know why that is, but it happens. Or at least we perceive that it happens. And many people are concerned whether who's getting more love than other people. And it wasn't any different in biblical times as well, because we have jealous people and we have selfish people. And we see them a lot. We can identify them. Cain and Abel. Cain was jealous of Abel. Why? Because God preferred his offering. Why does he prefer Abel's offering? Because it was given with more love. What else could it be? But God has no reasons why he does what he does or the way he treats people. He treats us all differently because we're differently. It's not like we have to measure what we get from God compared to others, as some people I heard do at Christmas to see who got more, even when they're older. Uh, oh, yeah, I had a housekeeper. She told me stories. Yeah. Anyway, the, I don't, in case you know the person, I don't want to reveal who this is. But we get concerned about who gets love more. I was visiting friends, and one... one one kid said to his parents that he knew that they loved all the other children more than him. And his parents were shocked. They loved him as they loved everyone else, except they're just giving the love as whoever needs it. Poor soul only got three pairs of shoes that day and his brothers and sisters got zero. But he still saw that they loved the others more. Why is someone loved more? Look at the story of Joseph. He was the favorite of Jacob. They make no bones about it. But it doesn't mean that he didn't love the other sons and the one daughter. But they got jealous, which isn't the proper response. Esau and Jacob. Esau was only concerned about his physical needs, where Jacob saw a bigger picture, and he loved his father. And there was contention between the two of them. Why, why these situations? Oh, there, I have an example. Women. Uh, I didn't want to leave you out, and I, I worked real hard, and I had to find it. The two women uh, with the child and Solomon, and they were going to divide the child in two. The one woman decided it was okay because she didn't want the other one to have it. Those kinds of examples. But it's not about how much we're loved or measuring what we get. Because we see in the gospel... It refers to the disciple whom Jesus loved, doesn't give a name, says who was there, intelligently said, and there were two disciple, other disciples, they didn't give their names. But who was this disciple? And people think about this all the time, who was it? Most people say, well, it had to be John. Perhaps. They even referred to Lazarus once as someone whom Jesus loved. But today we get something even better. Because Jesus will ask Peter a question and says, do you love me more than these? Not, are you the one that's loved the most? It's, who loves me the most? We can't do anything about who loves us the most, but we can do something about whom we love the most. 
we can do that. And that's something that makes sense and we can do something about it. We can show love. How much does God love us? Does he love someone more? Look at the cross and think that you're not loved. That wasn't for just one person, that was for everyone. And there is no greater love than that, and that was for each of us. Do we need more love than that? No, what we need to do is do something with the love we have. To use it, not just hold on to it, but to share it with others. To love God more so that we can receive more love. That is, should be our goal. Can we love God more than anyone else? It should be our goal. St. Peter said yes, he loved them more than the rest. He couldn't do anything about being called the beloved disciple, because we know he wasn't because they named him and then they named the beloved disciple. What can we do to love God more? We have just finished the season of Lent, we have entered Easter, and we're wondering what are we supposed to do? Go back to the way we were? Or did we find new ways to love God more and to continue to do those so that we may grow more deeply in the love of God and not regret for a moment that we withheld love from God or our neighbor. Because the more we love God, the more love we're going to uh, have for those around us. We cannot love those around us that much unless we love God more. Unless God is first and foremost the love in our lives, then, then we have set limits on what love is. But once we put God first, and we love him more, then everyone around us will receive the love which God keeps pouring on us. It's a simple formula, but one sometimes we neglect because we're too busy wondering about who's getting more, who gets loved more, and who receives more. That's a selfish mentality and one that does not help us to grow. But we should be happy for those people who have the love of God, and just be thankful that we have the opportunity to receive the love of God and to love him more each day. Let's try to make that something that we think about, contemplate, how much more can I love God? What can I do? And when we do, then we're going to find that we have all the love we need.